Good morning, good morning, good morning, or good afternoon, whatever time it is that you're uh, about to work out this morning. I just want to welcome you, welcome you back to Walk in the Word with Leah McRae. We are in Genesis chapter 6 today, and uh, we are going to glean from that chapter in the Word as we transform our minds and transform our bodies by working out. I am again on my treadmill, and I uh, we are going to do 30 minutes and um, so you go ahead and uh, get your gear on get on your uh, bike or your treadmill or if you're taking a walk or whatever it is that you're doing remember this focus is on our mind as well as our bodies transforming our mind getting the Word of God uh, deep within us learning from every chapter of his book we are going from Genesis through Revelations and um, don't know how long it's going to take us. I, as I said, I, I looked that up one day and um, if we did a, a chapter uh, day, I believe I went Monday through Friday, that it would take four, over four years. So I don't know what God is going to have us do. We might um, combine some chapters that, uh, one day or or uh, I'm not sure. Uh, this is spirit-led, as I told you from the very beginning. So let's just go ahead and pray first. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you that you are our Father. We thank you that we can call you Abba. We thank you for this relationship that we have with you. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. And Lord God, we ask for forgiveness of all sin, Father God. Oh, Father, we thank you that you said when we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, Lord God, we stand before you cleansed this morning, Father, righteous by the blood of Jesus. Father, have your way in this time, Lord God. Let us get from your word uh, what you would have us to, to glean in this season, Lord God. From revelation, Lord God, to revelation, we look forward to our time with you, Father, and we thank you for this time in the word. Now, bless us, everyone that is listening, everyone that is watching, everyone that is a, attached to this uh, um, to this. Uh, podcast or this video Lord God we just love you we give you praise in Jesus name amen amen alrighty so as I said we are in Genesis 6 so I'm going to start uh, verse 1 and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wives of all they chose and the Lord said my spirit shall not always strive with man for that he also is flesh yet his day shall be a hundred and twenty years there were giants in the earth in those days and also after that when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men and they bare children to them the same became mighty men which were of old men of renown and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually Wow and it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man, whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I had made them. Hmm. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. 
that's verse 8 so let's just take a moment and um, go back up and read these again and let's uh, process and get some revelation from what uh, God is saying in that and I'm actually going to jump to my um, as we read this here just keep on working out just keep on doing what you're doing we're gonna jump I'm actually gonna go to my concordance and I am going to uh, read from that Genesis chapter 6 let me just get there all right Genesis 6 and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them okay so right now the God is just weird we're just learning that you know time is going by you know um, lives are being lived people are living their lives and uh, and the human race is multiplying sons and daughters are being born and it says uh, verse 6 that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wives of all which they chose okay so the sons of God here talking about uh, men and they took unto them daughters of men sons of God daughters of men I'm gonna look up God here sons of God okay that God is Elohim God in and that's God's in the ordinary sense but specifically using the plural angels exceeding God that's what it says and rulers judges divine ones angels God okay so it says man began to multiply on the face of the earth and the daughters were born unto them that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wives of all they chose let's move on and the Lord said my spirit shall not always strive with man for that he also is flesh yet his day shall be a hundred and twenty years okay so here we we see that God has made a decision that um, his spirit is not gonna always be in man because man is evil man is not does not want to follow God man in the sense of, of um, not one person but mankind so so he shortens our days to 120 years okay this is the word of God he said we shall live 120 years there were giants in the earth in those days and also after that when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bear children to them the same became mighty men which were of old men of renown so there's a I think we're getting right here the explanation for um, for, for the Anakin some of the people who were who were giants who were um, not ordinary men right and he's telling us that the sons of God came into the daughters of men and bear children to them the same being mighty men of which were the old men of renown okay so we're getting something right there that information in there isn't just you know just uh, some flyby words we're, we're getting some insight and he says God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination and thoughts of his heart was only evil continually now this is this is something right here he's talking about the wickedness of man was so great that every imagination 
and every thought of man's heart was evil continually that every this is every imagination and every thought so the only thoughts that were being uh, I'm gonna say thunk I know that's not correct English but but every thought was evil continually now that just shows the condition of of man during this time where every thought I mean come on every thought every imagination was evil wasn't in alignment with God was out of alignment with God just was against his word against his will against um, what they knew to be right every imagination everyone Wow and it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart he it grieved God that we were in this state that his creation his sons and daughters were in this state it grieved him and the Lord said I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth both man and beast he's just gonna he's just gonna destroy everything just gonna start over and remember we go back to Genesis 1 remember where um, it was chaotic it was it was dark it was uh, barren but yet it's but yet God had created it so we know God doesn't create anything chaotic barren anything that um, does not uh, have light does not bear fruit so we know that from the time of creation then something happened to make it become a barren place to make it become a place of chaos because God doesn't create that so I mean we don't know what happened uh, we believe Satan was uh, cast down into the earth and 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 he made it this dark place um, but so go back to Genesis 1 again or uh, go and listen to or watch the uh, uh, the workout from Genesis 1 where we talk about this but here we are here we are right where God is saying he's gonna destroy man and beast he's just gonna wipe them out and the fowls of the air for it repenteth me that I have made them he goes on to say then in chapter 8 but but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord Noah found grace 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 what does that word grace mean let's just look this up favor pleasant precious well favored acceptance huh that word found grace in the eyes of the Lord okay so let's move on six nine these are the generations of Noah Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation and Noah walked with God he walked with God here we go this harkens back to the other chapters where uh, Enoch remember he walked with God walking mean his way of life his way of thinking his heart his heart was for God he walked with God he communed with him goes back harkens back to Adam when he walked in the garden when he and Eve walked in the garden with the Lord when, when you're walking with someone when you're communing with them when you're, you're chilling <laughs> you're chilling with them amen that means there's a connection there's a there's a, a oneness there so we're hearing this about Noah and uh, 
Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And the earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And this, and we know because he's already told us that every thought in man, every imagination in their heart was evil. So of course, what does that, uh, when your thoughts are evil, when your heart is evil, what's going to be birthed from that? Violence. Violence. Um, every evil work. So, so we know that this was the only consequence of the mind and hearts of man being corrupt was that the earth was filled with violence. We can look at the earth today and uh, see what's going on in the world today and we know it's because the heart of man. Yet, those of us who know the Lord, God said that the earth belongs that, that the earth belongs to us. We have dominion, that we need to set things straight. And how do we do that? By repenting, by, um, I'm thinking of the, the scripture that says those people who are called by my name, uh, they will seek my face. Uh, and I'm not saying this correctly right now because I'm just thinking on the fly, but it says if we um, would turn from our wicked ways, would, so that's repentance, uh, would pray, would seek his face, right? And uh, if we would do these things, then, then he would heal our land. So, uh, so again, when we look at what's going on in the world today, we know it's, 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 it's from the, the hearts that are corrupt, that are, that are not aligned with God. It fills the earth with violence. We hear that right here. Okay, so 612. And God looked upon the earth and behold, it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. All flesh, all flesh. And we know that Noah found grace with God, but God says all flesh, everybody else uh, had corrupted the ways upon the earth. They chose the wrong tree. And God said unto Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me and the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. He said, I'm gonna destroy it all. I'm gonna tear it all down because it's so corrupt. It's irredeemable. Wow. Wow, think about that. Now we have Jesus. So thank God we have Jesus. So the only, so we are redeemable. We have been redeemed. But think about this statement that um, he's just gonna he's just gonna destroy it because they're irredeemable. You know, so corrupt, so evil in the heart. And so God tells Noah in six fourteen, make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shall thou make it in the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it of. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, the breadth of it 50 cubits, and the height of it 30 cubits. A window shalt thou make to the ark, and in a cubit shalt thou finish it above, and the door of the ark shall set in the side thereof. He's telling them exactly how to make it. Dimensions, where to put the window, where to put the door. Um, lower, second, and third story shalt thou make it. And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood. Now he's telling Noah why. Why he's telling him to do this. He says, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh. 
wherein is the breath of life from under heaven and everything that is in the earth shall die. So he tells Noah, I'm telling you to make this, this ark, this boat, um, because this is what I'm about to do. I'm about to, I'm about to destroy all of this, all of this evil. Remember the earth was cursed um, back in uh, Genesis 2 and um, and now he just sees that man's heart is just evil continually. So he's going to come in and he's going to do something about it. He says in verse 18, but with thee will I establish my covenant. Thank God for the buts. Amen. He says, but, but, but Noah, with you, I will establish my covenant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is going to continue to be hope and a line of salvation in the earth. He says, I established my covenant and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy son's wife with thee. God is so gracious. God is so gracious. He says that, uh, you know, Noah was the only one who he found favor with, but because of his favor on Noah, he's not gonna, he's not gonna just have him live in existence alone. Remember with Adam, you know, he doesn't want us to be alone. He doesn't want us to be without um, family, without someone down here. So anyway, and because of his just love for Noah, he extends this grace to his family. Oh my goodness, we should think about that. For God's love for us, he extends that grace to our families. You know, that those that we pray for, those that we um, intercede for, and those that we, we, we love in this world, he extends that grace. He, he, because of us, they have time. Hallelujah. You know, so keep praying for your family. Keep believing for them. Amen. So that God will show them grace. So he says, um, okay, bring in thy children and thy, thy wife. And of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort shall thou bring into the ark to keep them alive with thee. And shall thou be made, and, and excuse me, it shall be male and female. Okay, so he's saying bring bring uh two of every of everything one male one female because they're gonna continue to procreate and, and they'll be found in the earth again okay so um whew, we are we've already done almost 20 minutes guys how you doing out there you good come on let's not let's not grow weary and well doing right taking care of our bodies that's well doing so let's just keep it up well we don't have too much longer all right so 620, he says, of the fowls after their kind and of the cattle after their kind, of every creeping thing on the earth after his kind, two of every sort shall come unto thee to, to keep them alive. So he's going to preserve their, their um, uh, species. He's trying to find the word there. So whew, starting to slow down for a minute, going down this hill. All right, so he's going to keep them alive. And take thou unto thee all of all food that is eaten and thou shalt gather it to thee and it shall be for food for thee and for them so he's telling them come on get some food in there you're gonna need it thus did Noah according to all that God commanded him so did he so that's how chapter 6 ends he says Noah did everything 
exactly as God commanded him. And then we know um, that he was, well, we go, we'll go on in chapter 7 to find out that, um, well, we're not going to go ahead of ourselves, but we already know the story, right? That the flood came and Noah was saved. But, but listen how God ends this, how the Spirit, um, how the Holy Spirit told the writer of, of this book, uh, which is Moses, it's said to be, um, how, how he ended that chapter. Noah did all that the Lord had told him to do according to the instructions that God gave him. I think that that is a great place to um, end our, our study workout today. That uh, we need to be following God's instructions to the letter, okay? Um, it was detailed. He told him exactly how long to make something, exactly how wide, where to put it, uh, where to locate it, what to do, who to bring in, you know, who to leave out. Wow, God is that, uh, he's, he's that interested in our lives. He, he gives us instructions. When he gives us instructions, we need to follow them. I mean, you know, some things he, he, he may give us impressions or a unction to do a thing. And then we're just to go out and do it in, in, the, in the wisdom of God that we already have. But other times he'll tell us exactly what to do. He may give us strange instructions, uh, but that's because a flood is coming. Amen. That's because um, something he, he is preparing something and we don't know uh, what it is all the time. But if we follow those instructions, we'll be ready. If we follow those instructions to the letter, we will have everything we need when whatever is coming gets here. Amen. So. Um, let's think about that today, that we don't want to uh, take shortcuts on the instructions of God. We don't want to half listen to his word or, or uh, his written word or his rhema word. That was a rhema word. God um, gave uh, the Holy Spirit spoke to Noah and told him exactly what to do, just like he speaks to us and tells us exactly what to do. And we need to be listening. First of all, we got to have an ear to hear. We have to have an ear to hear, meaning we need to be in communion with God. We need to be um, uh, listening for him and, and excited about hearing from him and, and with a heart willing to do what he says do. That's having an ear to hear. It's, it's being willing. It's being willing to listen and then willing to follow out our instructions. So we got to have an ear to hear. And then when we hear it, we got to do it. We, and, and I'm buying the spirit of procrastination in myself first, but I bind it for all of you come in agreement that we bind that spirit of procrastination. We cast it right back to the pit of hell. When God says to do something, we're going to do it. When God says go, we're going to go. When God says walk, we're going to walk. When God says speak, we're going to speak. When God says, I need you to, I need you to go to this place at at 12 p.m. and I need you to stand here and I need you just to wait. What? That's what you want me to do, God? Okay. And then we go to that place at such and such a time and we stand at that place wherever it is he told us the place and we wait. Right? And then we're waiting and it don't seem like, okay, God, what are we waiting for? I don't really understand. I'm here. And that's okay. That's okay because you know what? 
maybe someone will come by and then the Spirit of the Lord will give us what we're supposed to say or do, but maybe it won't. Maybe the only reason for that instruction was to show our obedience to God. And then that released something else that we have no idea about. So again, don't pick from the tree of logic and reason. Talked about this back in, in Genesis 2, I believe it was. Uh, uh, the podcast or the video for that one is called The Importance of the Two Trees. Don't pick from that tree. Just pick from the tree of life, which is the word of God, which is his instruction. We don't need to understand. Let's just do what he says. Do remember how this chapter ended. Noah did all that the Lord instructed. All of it. Did not leave one thing undone. Let that be our our mantra. Let that be our um, our goal today and every day. Not to leave anything that the Lord has told us undone. Let's follow him. Every instruction to the letter. Amen. Well, we are we're in cool down. We only have four minutes left um, on my treadmill out of the 30 so that means we're in cool down the last five minutes so we're just going to go ahead and um, end this today God, I'm going to uh, declare a blessing over you today may the Lord just bless you may his favor overtake you today expect expect miracles we are in the month of miracles this is Nissan 5779 for those of you who are familiar with God's calendar look it up if you don't Nissan the month of miracles this is the month of Passover. This is the month where the blood of the lamb was placed on over the doorpost and the spirit of death, the reaper, had to pass by. Ooh, doesn't that point to Jesus? Hallelujah. Well, have an awesome, awesome day. God bless you until we meet again in Genesis chapter 7. Have an awesome day.